0: you know how to say wrestling in Spanish? This, let's not start with this, but I just Luchando. want Luchando. No, there's Luchador. a different word.
1: Duolingo. Luchador. No. That's Natural. literally what a wrestler is. Not something else. Well, what's the word?
0: I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to This
2: Is Kingdom. <laughs> this is great. This is Talis. This is TJ. This is Hollis. And Luchador. <laughs> This week,
1: we'll be talking about the talk, Hallmarks of Happiness by Gary B. Saban. Grace is so excited because this is her favorite talk.
0: And like legit, it's not even close. I like had, uh, (laughs) can I borrow this? Yeah, go ahead. I had plans on accident. I accidentally made plans on Saturday night session of conference this October. And so I couldn't watch it like live and then I went to school on Monday and we were like, I was talking about it with all my kids. And we were like looking through all like the highlights of conference. And what happened is I like read this quote and I like stopped my entire class. Like everyone was studying like quietly. And I was like, <gasps> And I was like, you guys. And everyone's so scared. They're like, what is happening? And I was like, is this, did someone say this? And everyone was like, you're the teacher. <laughs> They're like, you didn't watch it? I was like, yeah, sort of. <laughs> but I'm not kidding you. I, like, stopped every single one of my classes and I was like, this is the best quote that's ever been spoken in conference of all time in the history of ever. Like, it, and I stand with that.
1: And then she texted it to us and we're like, no, whoa, yep.
0: I was telling everyone. I was <laughs> literally telling everyone <laughs> wow. this quote because I thought it was so good. And now I'm being such a hypocrite because I can't find it on this paper. Telling you didn't mark it. I oh, no, it. you didn't. I promise didn't. I did. And I think the reason that I liked it so much also is because it was like, one of my friends talks about, like, something called, like, a soul echo. When something, like, is on your soul and you're thinking about it, like, it, like, keeps, like, echoing through your life. And you, like, find it in a lot of different areas. That's kind
1: of a cool phrase. I like that.
0: And this, for me, was, like, a soul echo. I think that's, like, why I, like, screamed in the middle of my seminary class. Like, I was, like, "Ah!" because (laughs) it was, like, this moment that I was, like, wait, I've been thinking about that. And someone just put it into words in a way that I couldn't. And he says this. When nothing is expected and everything is appreciated, life becomes magical.
3: That's crazy. That's that just so makes me feel good. good.
0: That is so One more time. good. One more time. One more time. When up. nothing is expected and everything is appreciated, life becomes magical. And there's just something, first of all, I think it's because that last line just wins me. Life becomes magical. I actually desperately want to live a life like that. But also because I heard someone say, like, they were like, I'm addicted to appreciation. And ever since I heard that, I mm. have just been so intrigued in that idea, like addicted to appreciation. And it seems like a little bit weird and a little bit backwards. And you're like, why are you uh, like, I don't know if addicted is the right that word. It gets you high. Yeah. And then if but like,
3: you feel good when you appreciate.
0: like legit. So I like looked up the definition of addiction on our way here and it's physically and mentally dependent on a particular substance and unable to stop taking it without incurring adverse effects. And it's so interesting because once I heard that, I was like, oh, that's actually true. Like, if you can get yourself, like, to the point that you are so in a habit of appreciation, you will actually notice a difference in your life. Something will change so that Mm. if you don't, everything is different. And it's interesting because I started doing this thing, like, when I'm driving. This is so weird, but it's true. So I'll say it. I started, like, so even, like, on my drive here, right when I get in my car, I try to, like, start saying all the things I appreciate until I get to that present moment. And usually there's too many that I can't even begin. Like by the time I get out of my car, I'm too late. But like this morning, I appreciate the fact that I randomly remember to set my alarm at 8am last night. And I didn't even remember why I was setting my alarm. And then I woke up and I realized that I had plans this morning to do this. I appreciate that my alarm went off. I appreciate that someone was smart enough to build a phone that has an alarm built in because I don't know how to work alarm clocks. I appreciate the fact that my screensaver right now is like one of my favorite memories from like the past two weeks. And I appreciate the fact that I got to live that experience. But I appreciate even more that like I had a camera that could capture it so that every single morning I can remember. I appreciate the fact that I have two legs that could get me out of bed. I appreciate the fact that I have blankets that I didn't get cold when I slept. I appreciate the fact that I like cleaned my room last night so that I could wake up and I didn't have to be stressed about that. That's the first 25 seconds of my day. Like, What a good
1: way to start the day. Yeah. such a good way to start the day. And Mm. I'm
0: not kidding you. I don't want this to come off in the wrong way, but like I really over romanticized life. I, that's just like true. Like it's just like deep in me. Like I am obsessed and I love it and feelings and emotions and memories and all of these things. I think it's because I'm super nostalgic. And a lot of people ask me like why or how I do that. Like, how do you like appreciate all the little things? How do you bring God into all like the tiny little moments of your life? And I'm not kidding you. I think it's appreciation. Mm. Like nothing makes me like, actually the most mundane parts of life are beautiful and you won't even notice that Unless you're appreciative. That's how life becomes magical. It's not because magical things start happening. It's actually because magical things happened the whole entire time. You just miss them.
1: That's mm. good. Are you ready for the most tender story? I was going to have dinner with my grandma and she was at an old folks' home. And so it was my grandma. And then there's probably six or seven other just oldies in the old folks' home. And we're just chatting, having a good time. And I was like, this is a good opportunity. Like I want to ask them what's your best life advice for me? Because I'm like, this is, there's so much wisdom at this table. And so they all started going around just spitting and fire. And this one old man looks at me and he's just like, don't take anything for granted. I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, what well, I would give right now to just run down the street. He's like, that would be the most fun thing to just run down the street. He's like, I can't do that anymore. And I didn't realize how much I took that for granted. And I left that thinking, man, how many things in my life really are like such a special thing that I just, I don't think about. I take it for granted, I, I miss it. And I think sometimes we get so down in our life because of things that we're missing and being so focused on those things that we're missing, we don't see all the amazing things that
3: we have just every day. Hmm. I gotta get practical real quick, cause I love this and maybe you guys will have other ideas. Cause this is another thing where it takes practice, like it takes habits, like it's not natural to just start listing things, right? I bet you, Grace, I bet you, you've you been doing this for a while. And maybe now it feels pretty automatic, and, and you love it, and you know what that feels like. But this needs to be a practice. So I love this in the car. Another one that I do that I love is I call it Journey with Christ. So I'll have a journal that I'll write. Now I do it kind of during seminary because I make my kids do it because <laughs> it's so good. And um, it's so cool because in the beginning, they're like, oh, I think about how we see God again. Uh, but by the end of the semester, they're like, they got— pages full of notes. And they're like, I can't believe like I saw him in all these different ways in my life. And so I love the practice of journaling and writing down all the things that the ways that you've seen God in your life that day. And I think President Eyring kind of coined that in his talk, right, where he didn't miss a day for like 50 years or something, where he didn't write some way that yeah, that he saw the hand of Mm -hmm. the Lord. I think that's a really good practice as well. Do you guys have any other practices? Or you could just go on to what?
2: One of my favorite practices is I feel like so, one way to not take anything for granted and really appreciate this life that we have or appreciating our relationships. What I have is like a people log that I have in my notes. Every interaction I have with a person, I write a line down from that interaction with that person so I can remember to pray for them that night. But also remember Do you really? To, Are you kidding? I'll show, I'll show you guys <laughs> after this talk, bro. And I'll also wow. see that line and be like, oh, that's what they're going through right now. Just because we can't remember everything when we talk with someone. But it's like that one line from that interaction, not only pray for them, but remember for the next interaction that you have with them. Dude, that's so
3: cool. That is so cool. That's the most high level relationship thing I've ever heard. But you know how we all hoard wild.
2: things in this life? I feel like I'm a relationship hoarder <laughs> where I just like <laughs> hoard as many relationships in this life as possible. And I'm oh, a proud relationship hoarder. That's
3: a Christ-like May, attribute. Maybe bro. an addict too. <laughs> it's fine. You could be both. Wait, can I ask, Hollis, do you write it down like right after that interaction's done or do you have a oh, time question. each day when you do that? Or how does that work?
2: Sometimes right after, sometimes I allow myself to reflect a little bit after Mm. that conversation, but it helps me send a text message to them because I love texting people at night saying, hey, I saw you today. I appreciate you.
1: I think it's one of the coolest things to do. We all love a good post date text. You know what I mean? When they're like, oh, that was so, that was so fun. And I'm like, I actually want to make that just a part of the way I live for two reasons. One, because after it just shows the person like, man, I appreciate you. I saw you like, you know what I mean? And two, it's going to help you realize how blessed you are, like how many good
2: people you have in your life. Even to like level up, all of this reminds me of a story that Elder Bednar shared during this conference called Silicon Slopes. He was having a conversation with Elder Hales when he was alive. And Elder Hales, I didn't know Elder Hales was such a baller when he was alive. Elder Bednar went on to say he was this star athlete. He was this high executive in a business and all these amazing things. And once Elder Hales got a lot older, Elder Bednar went up to him and was like, hey, are you like sad? that you can't do those things that you did before when you were young? Like, does it make you miss it? And what Elder Hill said really stuck with me. He looked at Elder Bednar and said, when you can't do what you've always done, only do what matters most. Then Elder Bednar reflected on that and said, you don't need to wait until you're old to start doing what matters most start appreciating what you have now. Recognize the blessings and love God has given you in your everyday life and that will help you do what matters most and it help you fully appreciate your life.
0: This whole entire talk is pretty much, like we were just like all joking about this, but it's like a how-to for happiness. And he goes through a lot of different things, but I think the reason that I'm so deeply obsessed with that quote of like, appreciate everything, then life becomes magical is because I actually think that If you begin to be appreciative, all of the other things he mentions fall under that. And what happens is he talks about like caring about people and he talks about like realizing your true identity. And he talks about like doing all these things, like your relationship with God, caring about others, loving them. And I actually think if you become addicted to appreciation, if you become an expert in appreciation, I think you would be surprised how all of those other things switch. Hollis is just like living proof of that. All of a sudden, he just became like, oh, no, actually, I'm going to start finding things to appreciate about people. And now he's actually living that commandment, loving people. And it's interesting because we hear that phrase all the time. Oh, I appreciate you. That's fine. I never cared about that phrase, to be honest, until I started waking up and making the list of the things I appreciate. And then that phrase actually started to mean something so deep to me. And when I told people that I wasn't saying, Oh, I appreciate you. I was actually saying, Hey, in my head, I probably should do this out loud. And that'd be better. But like, what would happen is I'd be like, Oh, I appreciate you. And then in the back of my mind, I would think, I appreciate the time that you actually reached out and you didn't know I needed it. I actually appreciate the fact that you would spend 15 minutes of your day to talk to me. I appreciate the fact that you like wanted to drive instead of me tonight so I didn't have to waste my gas money. I appreciate the fact that you never hesitate to like answer my phone calls. I appreciate the fact is appreciation actually deepens life. That's why it's more magical is because it's really easy to live surface level. It's really easy to live surface level with people. You can say you appreciate someone, but it will mean something if you actually know what you appreciate. You can say that you appreciate life, but life will actually mean something if you can list the reasons why. You can say you appreciate yourself and like your identity, but it will actually mean something deeper if you have reasons and evidence to back that up. That's magic.
1: I think that goes with people and with God. It's not just I'm grateful for this day, which we say in so many prayers, but it's I'm grateful for this day because, and then just go, you know, but the quote from this talk for me right after it is you will never be happier than you are grateful. Mm. And I so believe that I was talking with a friend this week um, and we were talking about how sometimes married people will look at single people and be like, oh, that freedom's nice. And like (laughs) the ability to like go on all those adventures, like that's nice. And then single people will look at married people and be like, it must be nice to like have a partner. And I'm like, no, it's not, it's not about being single. It's not about being married. It's not about your circumstance. It's about appreciating what you do have. Like that is the key. And if you're always wishing for something you don't have, that will never change in your life. But the second you start appreciating, that's when you're going to find true joy in your life.
0: Life is magic. That's the thing. Life is already magical. Your life is already magical. Are you appreciating it? Because you might miss it if you don't.
3: You guys ready for the
4: cutest song ever? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. I wonder when he comes again. Will I be ready there to love? Look upon His loving face And join with Him in prayer Each day I'll try to do His will And let my light so shine That others seeing me May see greater light divine then when that blessed day is here he'll love me and he'll say you've served me well my little child come into my arms to stay
0: See you next week.